Hey everybody, this is Daryl with AfterBuzz TV. Did you know that TrueCar.com is changing car buying forever? Yes, everyday TrueCar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Now, some features are not available in all states, but that's okay. In the first six months of this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. TrueCar users save an average of $3,221 off of their MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what people pay for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. The third step is so simple. Just print out your TrueCar savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Remember, everyday true car users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save your time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another Revenge After Show for Season 4, Episode 4, Meteor. I have come down like a meteor, like any good um, character on Revenge. I come back with a purpose, and that is to host a great after show alongside Roxy Stryer. Hello, welcome back. We really missed you, and so did the fans. That's, that's what I hear. I don't know why. It's because you're the best. Okay, so what's on the Revenge on the Revengenda today, we have Dan, we have Miss Ellis, we have Marco, we have David Clark coming back, we have Charlotte, we got everything, and we got the budding romance of Ben and Emily. <gasps> Say it ain't so. Yeah, it could be so. It could be so. Uh, let's start with, let's start with Daniel. And okay. That, and, and the women in his life. We, we have Victoria in his life. We got Louis, right? Louis? Louise Ellis? Yes. Yes. And, and of course we have Margot. And, uh, you know, I, they all kind of don't, they don't quite like each other, but I think Margot's going to be quite upset later on down the line with Louis. Louise. Louise, Louise. Ellis. You're, you're saying it as if Louis is Margot, but she's from the South, so it's just Louise Ellis. There were French people in the South. Fine, very true. New Orleans, come on. She, but she's not. She's, okay. she's a real Southern girl. Uh, you know, I'm very confused about what Louise Ellis's purpose on the show is right now. Is she here to take down Victoria? Is she here because she has mommy issues? What's she doing with Daniel? Why does she does she want to hook up with Daniel? Is this all part of a ploy? I'm I'm very unclear. Well, Daniel's using her for money. Uh, well, he no. got money. Well, he's, he's not using her for money. He's working for her. He's using her for a job. I don't really know if that qualifies as using somebody, Fair exchanging enough. money for for work. I think that's just called life. Maybe, <laughs> but the, just the way in which he said it, and the way he like you know was able to kind of get back in the swing of things again with his with his uh, you know apartment. 
Yeah, well, he's not trying to burn her, though, and, and he's not asking for a loan in the way Victoria is from Margot. So I just think he's having a really hard time getting work, and then this fell into his lap, just the way Louise Ellis says. When you ask the universe for something, usually it just falls right into your lap. He didn't. Well, he orchestrated it in some sort of way as well. I don't, yeah, like, um, let's start with uh, let's start with Margot specifically and Victoria because obviously the loan is handed to Victoria. Victoria tries to pass it off as if as if she found some of Conrad's money in a hidden place. Um, but how do you, how do you feel about the fact that uh, Margot feels like now she kind of has? Victoria in her back pocket. You know, I gotta say, uh, you guys out there, you fans out there are awesome. You commented on YouTube about this last week. We were kind of doubting Margot, thinking, how is this possible? She seems so smart. Why is she doing this? And now it's become a little more clear, as you guys predicted. She is very smart, and she does have something planned out. She isn't just being the naive person that we were expecting her to be last week. Uh, I don't know exactly what she's going to call in for as a favor from Victoria, but she does have her in her back pocket now. Well, now it seems the perfect thing, right? It's it's all about we're we're in the red. It's all about content, content. We need better writers, blah blah. Send everyone to the press conference. Oh, who happens to now be with David Clark? Victoria. Mm-hmm. Victoria, I need a favor. I need the whole scoop. I need my the magazine. exclusive. How about an AfterBuzz exclusive? Boom. AfterBuzz <laughs> TV exclusive. Yes, she but she like wants that. the David Clark exclusive. Or what is it? The Voulet. Voulet exclusive. We don't have that in our sound With Luis. We'll work that out next time. Yeah, cool. Voulet exclusive. Love it. Yeah, uh, so that would be one of the forms of payment she could receive. Um, another one would maybe be the fact that we do know that Louise Alice knows Victoria if that ends up coming out. And maybe Margot doesn't like Louise Alice because she's hitting on Daniel. Something to do with that. Yeah, I, I'm surprised how um, how much Margot um, is in support. Uh, I mean, obviously she's supporting Daniel. She's supporting Daniel getting a job. She does has no knowledge of what Louise Alice is doing right now. No, which is having him rub lotion on her back. And she just wants to know that champagne. he's got her back. Ha ha ha! I'm gonna use that line sometime. On the, who? I don't know, random guy at the beach. That's a good hey, pick up my line. back. <laughs> <laughs> um, fair enough. Um, and she needs him to have a little bit more playtime. But she did, I gotta say, you know what? There's Ooh. nothing cooler about a woman that can just like, because I thought, you know, for sure she'd make her move. But the fact that she just walked right out of the apartment and was like, you know what? I'm going to let you enjoy the champagne. And that's what made him go. We were watching it with subtitles and it just said, Sigh. And he's like, ah, oh, because he was thinking about it. I then. don't know if he was thinking about it or if he was more thinking to himself, uh-oh, I'm in trouble here. Like, look what I've gotten myself into. I mean, she bought him swim trunks. Like, really, really, are we going to go down this path again? But she's playing the game well. She's, fi- she's fishing, she's fishing well, because, again, I could see, in the past, I could have seen, like, oh, they would just kiss right away. But the fact, she knew to just walk away, and that says so much more. And I mean, like, do you remember our introduction to Margot and how she just dropped all of her clothes for Daniel? You know. Revenge is back and sexier and later, and that was our introduction to Margot. So I guess this is a little more coy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, what else should we speak about that? Um, 
I, I don't know. Just the fact that I don't trust her. We saw that we do see she has some money, though. Otherwise, she wouldn't have been able to pay Daniel. It must be her mom's money. Didn't her mom cut her off? I'm a little confused. She's lying about something. And uh, she, uh, Daniel did pick up on the bottle of champagne in the sense that did you try to send that to my mom? She right. Said, no, no. It was the same year, same 1928. Type. Yeah. So <laughs> good memory. Um, it's just a good year for a champagne, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, and then Daniel didn't take his mother's money when she tried to give it to him, so really he's trying to break free from her. Maybe that will be good for us. And he has two conditions. Stay away from me, stay away from Charlotte. Yeah. Which obviously No, is, stay away from Margot, stay away from Charlotte. That's it. And you know how I feel about you already, is what he says. So um, none of which are happening at the moment. No, no, but Victoria listens to no one. But she tries to help everyone. Oh, come on. If you believe that load of crap, then you're insane. Okay, fair enough. Um, She tries to help everyone. Yes, Victoria, mother of the year for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's always been her number one concern is her children. Oh, get out of here. She's using them all like she uses everybody else. Are you crazy? Uh, Fair enough. Um, There was one other thing I was going to say, but now I've forgotten. Anyway. It tends to happen. It does tend to Sometimes happen. on your agenda, you get sidetracked. Maybe it's in my notes. About Margot? Uh, no, about Louis, but... Louise. Louise. Louise Ellis. Like, why Louis? I don't know. Okay. It's French, because it's all French to me. It's not. It's not. Okay, whatever. We'll come back to it if you want to. Fair enough. Um, anyway, so that kind of, uh, kind of wraps that. Okay. Okay. Uh, wow, you've been gone here for a little bit, huh? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Just getting back <laughs> in the swing of things. Um, Just giving you a hard time. Um, so, post-break-in, Emily does not want to call the police, but Nolan does anyway. Well, we find out Emily doesn't want to call the police because she thinks Charlotte might be involved, which we know is not true. And Nolan, who does usually listen to Emily, doesn't this time, and now we've got a whole different aspect of calling the police because one of the police is Jack. By the way, in a, that wasn't convenient for storyline at the beginning of the season. Of course. Of course that's why they did it. Uh, they wanted to make Jack have a bigger part in the River Agenda. I've used that way too many times tonight. And also they wanted to bring in Ben and mix up the romance and all of these things. But nothing's um, happened with that yet. With what? With the romance. Let's with the talk, Ben romance? Because uh, tonight, right, you know, he says, if I wanted Emily, I ask her out. Yeah, but he kind of did last week. Remember, he's by the car and he's like, you're never going to want somebody to walk with, are you? And she's like, probably not. That was like kind of his way of asking her out. We know that he thinks she's cute. We know that he's been hitting on her. Um, I do think he's a good enough friend and partner that he probably will drop it for a little bit, like he said. But I do think he's going to want to know, Jack, if she, if you don't want her, then let me have her, you know? But, he, but, but tonight we got the I'm trying to uncomplicate things. And he's like, yeah, what that's the hell all does you that needed mean? to say. What does that mean? Hey, that's no better than, than Ben's pickup line of, you don't want to walk with anybody, do you? I mean, that's very sick. Okay, but what does it mean that, is that what Jack's trying to do? Uncomplicate things? What, what does that mean? I mean, you're a guy. I don't speak boy. What the hell does that mean? If you had a guy friend who came to you and said, hey, Phil, just so you know, with that chick, I'm trying to uncomplicate I things. Think, I think he's just trying to give Ben an answer so that Ben... Right now, I don't think... He may want to uncomplicate things, 
quote unquote. But, but I what think does he's that mean? trying. He's trying to no. Right now, what he's just really trying to do is give space between Ben and Emily because the closer that Ben gets to Emily, the the more truth that he's going to learn about what the hell's actually going on. So you think he was just saying that as a as a deep boy? Deep. Yeah, it's the same way. Like uh, you know, decoy when, when you when you have when when guys like. <laughs> Hey, what's so you gonna hit that, bro? Sure, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, alright, sure. I'll never speak guy. I'll never speak girl, so hey. Agree to disagree? <laughs> Shake on it. What does that mean? You, you think I could speak girl? No, no. Why are we agreeing to disagree? No, just men and women in general in life. Got it. Agree to be different. Agree to be different. Um, there you go. Um, so the, you know, I, 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 you know, I know you predicted in your news and gossip that Ben and Emily are going to have a thing. Well, it wasn't a prediction. But, it was it's what they had been talking about, that there was going to be something there. I mean, it wasn't necessarily a dating scenario, but something there. I do think at some point in the season we will see a kiss or a moment or something. I feel like the only way that would happen is if Emily decides that she needs Ben for something. I don't think it's going to be Oh, and then passion. she's going to use sex to get it? Yeah. Prostitution. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it just feels like Ben has access to things. Uh, well, he's that- a cop, but Jack does too now. Yeah, but Jack's not always so willing. And you think Ben would be? Well, Ben, Ben comes through. Who's the one that put two and two together today? Ben. Who's what, the- two and two about what? David Clark. Oh. Being the guy that, you know, jumped out of the window for the break-in. You mean seeing him limp and with the cut yeah. on his head, yeah. And also, um, you know, she thought that it was Jack that put up the, um, the security, but it was him. So she's right. learning a lot about him. So she might just want to keep him close. It might not even necessarily be for answers. Who knows? Yeah, but he, he is dreamy. <laughs> he, he is quite dreamy. <laughs> I love that. Um, so... <laughs> So what? So what, my my lead host over here? What are we talking about next? <laughs> well, I've been driving this thing forward. You're supposed to add color. Add color. I have color. Uh, no, I mean, when it comes to Ben, I think that I don't want to see them in a serious relationship. That would really mess up things with Jack and Emily. I'm sick of her choosing him last all of the time. Period. I mean, we know two of our co-hosts are, aren't here tonight. Anna Koppel, who really doesn't want to see her end up with Ben, but... Um, Christina Kaplan really does. She's like, oh, I'm over the Jack thing. I want to see her with Ben. I want to see her with Ben. There's a reason that Christina's not here tonight. <laughs> I will not do a show with Christina. Just kidding. No, it's a, it's a joke. But, you know, I, I don't know. I think that the audience out there is a little split on this. People think that uh, that Jack and Emily are endgame, but they're pissed about how it all happened. You know, Aiden died, so what? She's going to choose Jack because Aiden's dead? It's kind of messed up, so now she's going to go off with Ben? To, no, to be ben fair, would never accept- Aiden doesn't have to be dead. Mm, yes, he does. David Clark didn't die. Okay, but Aiden, we saw actually get murdered. We saw the pillow over his face. We saw him stop breathing, and then we saw him hours later sitting at Emily's place dead, and her <laughs> find him dead. Mm-hmm. Unless this is some like Harry Potter stuff where there isn't like some spell. Yeah, where place. He's, he's got a whole crux. Yeah, something like that. It? I mean, there's just no way. Fair there's enough. no way. Okay. Okay. And I think that if they've tried to bring him back, everybody would be like, "I'm done. I'm out." <laughs> there's just no no more people we can bring back. We already b- brought back Phil's feet tech. We did. 
And um, who, Lydia. She's coming next week, I hear. Lydia, David, the whole nine yards. Um, you know what? So, I mean, the, the bulk of the episode is basically David, 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 David. And everything that surrounds David. Um, now that we're kind of cut, cut a few episodes into this whole thing, how do you feel? You know, I actually, with the whole explanation of tonight, I actually don't mind David being alive. You know... I was very harsh on David coming back, uh, and my opinion of it was that they kind of were in a rut, and they didn't know what to do, so they decided that's what they were going to do. I do think it could make for a very interesting season now that I've accepted that he is back, especially with the fact that he has claimed that Conrad was holding him. Now, we don't know as the audience whether that's true or false. I mean, is he making that up? Where was he actually? We saw this hole that he was in. Was Conrad doing that? If so, oh God! Like, oh, but I have a feeling that he's lying about it. Well, um, the evidence is there to support it, but obviously he's um, he's he tortured himself tonight to get those bruises to be nice and fresh. Right. Um, obviously, he knows about Conrad's death, right? Which because he lies about he's the murderer. I mean, maybe he thinks that Conrad was the one holding him, but it wasn't actually him. Maybe he doesn't think that. But we—that's the missing piece right now. Who was who was beating David Clark and keeping him captive? Yeah, unless it was David Clark himself who staged all of this. I mean, because he wanted to get out of jail and his name hadn't been cleared yet and then he found out his name had been cleared and that's why he came back we I, don't know I, that could be he, here's the biggest mystery of it all he could be the bad guy we've been re- thinking that he's been the good guy this whole time he, in the end he could be the bad guy well here's why he's the bad guy to me right now <laughs> I don't understand that uh, with him and Victoria he has this weird love for Victoria and 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 uh, I just don't know where it's going. I don't like it. I do enjoy tonight, though, that we finally see him stand up to her a little bit. And he says, I'm not going to be anybody's prisoner anymore, Victoria, not even yours. Yeah, which I thought was smart because, um, you know, he says, I've studied I've studied you. And last time you said, you know, I'll take care of this. And you said the same exact thing tonight. Right. So what the hell's going on? Absolutely. She's a creature of habit. Uh, I think it's smart of him. I think that she's not in this for the right reasons right now. I think she's going to burn him really bad. And we still know that Victoria is trying to get him to murder his own daughter. Like, what kind of a human being does that? Uh, David doesn't know yet that it's his daughter. Does he? Does he not? I, that's what I'm confused. He doesn't know, but that's the weird thing. So last week we saw him see her face, and... He, he doesn't murder her, and we know he doesn't murder her because we assumed he recognized her. But then I was thinking about he already saw her when he was at the house, and he didn't recognize her then when he was, like, snooping around the house. So what would have made him recognize her now? Did he not recognize her, and he just had second thoughts about murdering a, a young girl? Or what What was it, you know? Um, I thought that, you know, they advertised this week as them reuniting, as David Clark and his daughter Amanda slash Emily reuniting. That's not what this episode really was. No. We didn't see them reunite. In fact, we didn't see them interact. We saw Emily know that he's alive because of the uh, lineup, and then we saw her watch him give a speech, but we didn't see him acknowledge her presence. No. So I'm thinking he still doesn't know who she is. He thinks he has one daughter alive, and he thinks that's Charlotte. 
Well, Charlotte, who I feel so freaking bad for, by the way. Yeah, I mean she she's a hot she's a hot mess, and uh, um, I mean the thing, one of the things that um, we'll get to Emily's reaction, but Jack sees him first, um, and obviously can't really do much because of protocol, but for the time being, right now, at the very least, you have Jack and Nolan who could go up to David Clark and be like, hey. Oh my god, so good to... But when were they supposed to do that? While he was giving the speech? No, no, no. Not not right now, but at least moving forward they can. Right. Now, Jack obviously is not ready for any of this, as he says to Ben. Right. Let's talk about what David and Jack's relationship was. So, Jack, growing up with Amanda, was best friends with her. You know, we see them being best friends. We see them with the dog playing all the time. Was um, that the photo? Was that last episode or was that today? I've literally that was watched... Last, that was last episode. Got it. I've watched three episodes her. of Revenge today to get caught up, so it's all a blur. <laughs> where he brings her the photo. Um, yeah, so we know that, but what was his relationship like with David? He loved David like a second dad, I would assume. It seems yeah. like they were very, very close. So obviously this is very hard on him also, and... Nolan, we know, thought of David as as another father. He was very close to him. So, yes, it's the biggest deal for Emily, but it's a big deal for everybody. It, it's got to be a really, really hard thing. So, I don't know. I'm not understanding how Victoria thinks this is going to play out to her benefit. There's no way David's not going to find out his daughter's alive. Nolan knows. Jack knows. Charlotte knows. Yeah. He's going to find out. So, what's Victoria's mastermind plan here? No, and, and and the fact that I mean, how long can she manipulate him to hate Emily Thorne? Right. You know he's nobody's prisoner anymore. Um, I mean, if if he is really under her spell, then he is. He's got to be smarter than that. And I think he is. I do think he's smarter than that. And we saw a little bit of that tonight. It would make sense, though. You know, we we did keep talking about why did he murder Conrad? Why did he come out and do that? If Conrad really had him prisoner for 10 years, I guess that would be motivation. That would be. Also, let me ask you this, right? Um, uh, the the chief, he, you know, he, he talks to Jack, and then when Emily Thorne comes, he said, you know, I, we were, I was there on the boat of the wedding. Oh, yeah, Victoria inv- invited you, blah, blah. And then he grabs Victoria, has her come in the back way and all that. And as the story goes, he feels that she was the target because it was the Grayson house. Right, he would have to assume that. Um, but now she's by David Clark's side, as if, like, we're all good. Yeah, so, she's like, like publicly, let me take him home. So, like, uh, at the very least from the Chief's perspective, what the hell's going on? Right, I had the same question. She's like, no, please, let me take him home. Let me bring this lawyer so, to him. He's like, didn't I just tell you he probably tried to kill you? But is it, like, where he's like, oh, you're clever if you can control David Clark? That's good. No, I would think that le- he would try to put some legal stop to that. I mean, well, come I mean, it on. seems like the chief is going to do whatever Victoria says. Like, I mean, he's under her thumb. Is he? Oh, he's been from day one, probably. Because uh, everybody is. Yeah. Except for David, right now. I don't even know. And certainly not Emily. We got to get David on Team Emily. That's how I don't I don't understand how this show could possibly go past this season. Because somebody's got I mean Victoria or David, somebody's gotta die at the end of this season, right? 
them. Because I this mean, is never going to stop. This is war, and it's never going to stop. I mean, I'm in, I, I'm in, I really like where this is definitely going. Um, I, I can accept this. This this was like the episode for me this season so far. It was your favorite episode this season? Because it all just now finally makes sense, you know what I mean? And Oh and, my god, how does it make sense? I have so many questions. Okay, question number one, go. Uh, what actually happened to David? Okay, well, we'll find that out, but at least like... <laughs> At least we're headed in a direction. I'm like, I can, I can keep coming because before I was like, is this making this is making no sense? Now it's like, oh, okay, you know what? This this is good. You got David's plan from get go that that he you, he wanted to like be found out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tor- it was like it reminded me of Breaking Bad that episode that Walter White ends up naked in the convenience store um, in Spoiler his fugue alert. state. Whatever. Um, in this fugue state, I'm not even spoiling anything. He ends up naked in a convenience store. Whatever. Uh, it just reminded me of that episode when you do something in order to be caught. Got it. I think they took a little bit of a hint from that show, which was a great show, and it's great to borrow from other people. But um, this one, I don't know. It, it seems... There's something off. And another thing, again, I mentioned her earlier, but we haven't talked much about her, is Charlotte. I mean, dude with the pills again. Come on. I thought she had changed her drug of, uh, drug of choice to cocaine, and now she's back with the pills. Yeah, well, she can't get cocaine. Because it's too expensive, so she's taking her mom's Xanax instead? Yeah. I mean, I think it's very generic when shows do things like this, when they make somebody a drug addict, and it's like, first it's cocaine, then it's pills, you know? Those are very different things. People use them for very, very different reasons. Cocaine's like at this upper and pills is this downer, you know. So they're just trying to show us she's on all sorts of drug addicts. But she's actually, she she has really bad problems. And again, I talked about this. I want us to address her problems. I don't want to just keep covering them with all these drugs. This girl needs therapists. She needs somebody to talk to. I want to get to well, the root of her issues. Talk, she doesn't want to talk to Emily. Emily could help her. Because Emily tried to ruin her life. And, uh, I mean, she needs to also talk to David. Maybe David can help her. That it actually is We haven't seen a great conversation between David and Charlotte. I yeah. mean, we saw the... Obviously, it was emotional when they first met, but it wasn't a conversation. Right, it right. Was, it was a reunion. One of my favorite parts of where this show seems to be going, though, is the relationship of Charlotte and Emily. Um, maybe it's because I have a sister myself, and I really love watching sister relationships and on screen. And you've done things no, like that no. to her, but you being not. older? Of course not. I'm just saying, I do love that we're finally seeing Emily take a stand for somebody that isn't David. You know, she's protecting her sister, and that's something really cool to see. We haven't seen her really give a crap about um, how Charlotte was impacted by the things that she was doing, and now we see that she really is trying. So I am excited to see where their relationship goes, and I hope that Charlotte eventually ends up on team um, on team Emily instead of team Victoria. Let's let's take everybody away from Victoria and put her back in the mental institution. I think she's on team Victoria by default. There just really isn't another team. So if you're not team, team Emily, yeah, okay. But if you're not team Emily, it's like if you're not. A Republican, you're not necessarily a Democrat, but in this scenario, you have to be. You know what I mean? So, so if you're That's not the Team Emily, <laughs> so if you're not Team Emily, I guess by default you're Team Victoria. But you know, they're still Team Daniel. They're still the Grace and Mantra, lie and deny. Great mantra. The, that should be on a crest. Yep, it's a good one. Very fitting. Yep. <laughs> um. Okay. 
Uh, let's so let's talk about Emily um, really breaking down when she sees. And by the way, that was that was shot really. Well, she did Emily Van Camp did an amazing. She job. She did do an amazing job. You mean when the initial seeing of her father? Yeah. When she comes outside and Nolan is there to comfort her. Yeah. Yeah, she did a really great job with that. Um, again, though, I just really I wanted the first interaction to be such a we've been building for it this season so far since we saw the season finale i wanted it to be this huge thing and the fact that he couldn't see her made it difficult made it difficult as a viewer well i mean it it did but it also i mean i I, that's the feeling that she has of course Uh, you know what i mean and the fact and that she she must feel like everything she think about all the thoughts going through her mind everything i did was for nothing everything i did is i don't even know who he is and then when she sees him standing on stage with charlotte and victoria is she like did he have this thought all along what's going on she got to him first how did she get to him how long has she been getting to all those things she her mind must be racing yeah and you know like she said nolan's i i i 100 agree um Nolan has like, hey, let's wait a little bit, and she's like, no, I, I can't wait another day to see my father. I get that, dude. I mean, would you be able to? No, no way. I would never be able to wait if I thought that somebody I loved had passed away and then came back, and I needed to talk to them. Oh my god! I was gone for a week, and I couldn't wait to see you. Oh, that was so sweet. The lies we tell each other. Dude, <laughs> just kidding. I told I, them that you were missing our revenge show, though. I did tell them last week that you were really missing it. I was. Well, we're happy to have you back. Good I have your back as I rub sunscreen on. Yes, you look good. Yes. Um, all right. What, what else kind of... Um, I mean, it's it's all built on emotion. There wasn't... Uh, it, it's not as plot-heavy this time around. What do you mean? I don't know. Just in general. Usually there's like, we got to get this guy. Or, you know, Victoria. You know what I mean? Well, that's something that we addressed last week a little bit, actually. Um, Christina was talking about how it's different season this season because it's not Emily, like, just trying to get revenge on Victoria or trying to take down this person or red mark or that person, you know? Uh, So it is different. It's definitely a different season. Of course it is. We've got David Clark back. Yeah. Um, And... this this definitely moved a lot of things forward, but it also sets up... Opens new questions. Opens new questions. Um, with that, you don't have any news and gossip, do you? No, no. As I'm saying, these people really stay low-key. We talk about it a lot. None Just of as them are, Emily says, she, she likes her privacy. None of them are drug addicts in real life. None of them are going to the strip club. None of them are doing gossip <laughs> stuff. Um, they seem to be have their good heads on their shoulders. <laughs> but like Margot, as soon as something happens, we're sending a crew there. Oh, yeah. For go, go. Um, Does that bring us to predictions? Sure. I'll start with one. And now... You're after Buzz TV. Prediction. Look at that, right on the 30 mark. It's brilliant. Um, which, by the way, okay, so I wonder how Daniel's taking all this because he sees it. Um, and Margo's all, you know, they were supposed Daniel's, to have their, You're wondering how Daniel takes all what? Uh, the David Clark thing. Oh. But I also, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens in the sense that Margo is now all about this. That was when they were having their romantic... Uh, Rendezvous. 
But Margot, I assume, leaves. And who can fill that void? Luis. Louise. <laughs> Louise <Whatever. Alice. laughs> uh, you think that Daniel's going to hook up with Louise Alice? Well, I think Louis Ellis is going to make it very difficult not to. I can't believe you can't get it. No, I can't. Uh, you think, yeah, I mean, she's a good-looking girl. She's got charm. Uh, I think that Daniel very well might, but I think it will take a few weeks. Okay. A few weeks of wear and tear of her trying to get into his pants. I just don't know why she's trying to get into his pants. It has something to do with Victoria, but What? Maybe she wants to hook up with him so that she can marry him and Victoria can be her her uh, mother-in-law. Weird. Weird, but we've heard her say many times about her mother issues, so something's going on there. We just don't know what. Fair enough. Um, okay, so the, the big, big thing is what's going to happen with David Clark? Uh, so I'm looking at previews for next week, and... We see David saying, I want to know what happened to my daughter. So we know he's searching on that end. And then we see him almost get hit by a car, or it looks like that. I don't know, maybe he was getting kidnapped into the car. Maybe Emily was grabbing him. Which is similar to how almost Victoria got hit. Remember when he saves her? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know exactly what's going on there. But at least now we have not only is Emily doing investigating, but David's also doing investigating. So I think that they'll maybe meet somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, who kn- I you know we didn't really get too much, so yeah, we never really do. They like to keep us in the dark, they which do. is not a bad place to they, be. They do. Um, I'm interested. Um, you know, Jack could be a real player in this whole thing. Of course, and I think Ben will be too. Um, well, I think Ben's active, whereas Jack, you know, it's going to be up to him. But I think for the time being, he's choosing not to do anything. I said this last week, but I really want to see Ben swoop in and save Charlotte and be her knight in shining armor and have a little romance there. That's what I want. Ben and Charlotte. Okay. What, I, I, would, I, their, what would their name be? Shen? Or? Wait, you want Ben and Charlotte yes. together? So be I thought Ben would Bartlett. save Charlotte, therefore Bartlett. Emily would like him. That's how the... Uh, no, I want Ben and Charlotte. I think she needs somebody like Ben. She doesn't need any more Gideons in her life. Shan? Shan. Well, you guys help us out with that. <laughs> Very right. many names. Uh, well, um, so that... that's Yes, if you need $150,000 for your next revenge... Uh, definitely, uh, definitely keep tuning in to our Revenge After Show every week. Because you'll be back for all of them now. That's right, because you got to get that $150,000. That's on the agenda. In the meantime, where can the people tweet you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Roxy Stryer. That's right. Um, and, of course, follow us here on AfterBuzz TV, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Copple for Mayor is on a Copple's. Instagram and, and, and all that. What about Christina Kaplan? What uh, do we got for her? Christina Captan? What, what is it? Well, it's, it's on previous shows. <laughs> yeah. Do some due diligence. By the way, uh, you guys are absolutely amazing. You know what the crime is, though, Roxy? What is it? I actually, I feel like 
our our fans put in so much work, and I know you read it, and I know Anna reads it, and Christine reads it. I am I do you guys a disservice because I try to read it, but I don't always comment and respond back, and I feel so so bad about that, and I wish I could change that. But nonetheless, keep doing it because these guys we read got it. you covered. I, I just see the mass amounts of comments, and I'm blown away. So continue doing that, um, and you can find Christina Kaplan at Tina Cap. Tina Cap. There you go. And uh, we'll see you guys next week for Episode 5 of Revenge Season 4. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.